Welcome back to another episode of Ends with Z. I'm Juan Fernandez, along with Cecile Munoz and executive producer Sean Mo. all of us at the table here in Bungalow One on the very first full week of summer, and we're getting a lot of sunshine, you guys. Finally, mm-hmm. finally. Yes, we need it. We had so much June gloom. Uh, I like living in May, in right? The May grade kind of right. turned into June gloom for a while, and now we're finally seeing some sunshine. We're going to see possibly record breaking temperatures this, this weekend but so many people are happy uh, summer is here yeah. i'm super happy i love well you know i come from the desert and i love the hot yes. weather and i always i always get these little butterflies in my stomach the first week of summer because i remember being a oh. kid remember being a kid for it was summer? the best yeah. it was the best for for me it was um we had june july and august off um yeah. mm-hmm. 90 days which to a kid is an eternity <laughs> yeah. right it's it's a it's a quarter right of the year we thought right 20 mm-hmm. was old oh. when we were kids i know it was wonderful i just knew it was that that time to wake up whenever i wanted to wake up to watch yeah. whatever i wanted to watch on tv play in the backyard just mm-hmm. enjoy time away from school it's yeah. no wonder we all chase that dream of or that mm-hmm. feeling of feeling younger of youth right yeah mm-hmm. and that's what we're going to talk about today is how we feel and how we see ourselves relative to our actual age is how do we why do we go after that that feeling and that sense of feeling younger and why some of us do it better than others and the industry right that that basically is is there because of that the the beauty industry the the many plastic surgeons all just trying to keep that that image of youth around well i don't think it's just an image of youth it's it's how we feel about aging itself right Mm -hmm. right it's not necessarily just how we look it's how we are aging period how you feel yeah i Mm -hmm. think there's well we're first of all we are really lucky in advanced nations uh or more uh economically evolved countries Mm -hmm. that we have access to so many Mm -hmm. uh, forms of of treatment and better science better medicine there's a lot of a lot of really interesting work that is happening at the at the cellular uh, uh, analysis level Mm -hmm. to help us actually I think they use the term reboot our our aging process mm -hmm. or, or stop our aging process so we're really fortunate we live of course in the mecca of looking feeling young i i've heard I some crazy yeah. stuff that people do dunk themselves in ice cold water that that's a big trend now doing the ice dips have you heard of that Sean? yeah 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 i have i have never done one um i don't want to do i one. don't yeah. i you actually did, pay me to do one. i did it once at a korean spa where you spend time in a hot uh uh-huh jacuzzi and then you do the ice dip and you do come out of it feeling invigorated but it's it's one of those crazy well, things that, that's uh, just science that's biology that's your body saying you almost killed me <laughs> so i'm gonna i'm gonna <laughs> shake you back into life that's yeah. that's survival that's yeah. instinctive i i would never do that i i i would only reason i would jump into a freezing river is if i needed to get to the other side to survive right. but for some people right the thought of that making you feel and look younger is a risk they're willing to take right yeah, and so what we want to talk about today, and I, I found this topic really fascinating, mm-hmm. Sean, so thanks for bringing it to mind. I think the three of us, either because of how we are as individuals or mm-hmm. maybe part of it is is our surroundings, but we we always drive ourselves to have more energy, be more engaged, be more active, mm-hmm. and all of those are, are qualities that researchers and scientists have noted are important pieces to people who don't... Um, let's say, don't act their age right. for all the good reasons. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they skew younger than what their physical age or their actual age, chronological age. 
Yeah, so the actual subject we're talking about is subjective aging. And what it is actually is the gap between how you feel and how old you are in chronological years. Um, (laughs) And, you know, I think that's a lot of people feel either you either feel younger than you are or which means you're young at heart or you feel older than you are, which would translate to being an old soul. And I think for a lot of people throughout their lifetime, they're probably not just one or the other, but both. That's true, Sean. But you know, mm-hmm. I guess I put it into the context. If I, my father was definitely one of those individuals, and that's why we are all that way. All my brothers and sisters, all of us are that way. But if you would have said you, he was a youthful man, is what you you're yes, saying. you're yeah. a subjective age. You uh-huh. start laughing and say, "No, this right. is who I am. These right. are my choices." So right. it's interesting that I, I think it's great that we now can put a, a a scientific or a psychological term around it. But I, I think that it's fascinating that. Um, we can now look at, at at behaviors that we have and what does that mean. But I think it's more, perhaps more pronounced in the U.S., uh, our obsession of age and, and feeling younger. Well, I think that's because we have a really warped um, perspective on mm-hmm. aging and how we treat older people. We don't, mm-hmm. we don't have the same cultural respect that a lot of other societies do towards aging mm-hmm. in the u.s mm-hmm. we don't revere the old like a lot of cultures do yeah, that's well sure. the asian culture right i was reading in some of the the material that sean gave us that so many people are are for example uh, president joe biden is 80 years old and that's an issue for a lot of people going into a next uh presidential election four more years that would put him at 84 85 years old Yet someone like the Dalai Lama at 87, mm-hmm. uh, the Asian cultures revere him for for being wise, for being experienced. All that's a whole different thing. And I've seen it in my travels to Asia where, um, and even in some Latino communities too, um, they really do revere the, the older member of the family as right. being the wise one, as the one to go to, mm-hmm. the one to... Um, always the one to eat first at the table or take the first bite. Everybody waits for that person. Versus yeah, in the U.S. it might be like, I remember when one of the years my dad was visiting me, um, he just had a slower gait, a slower walk. And, you know, now I feel terrible about it. But I was like, Dad, hurry up. Walk faster. Walk faster. And he was just enjoying his surroundings. <laughs> if, if I took him to the mm-hmm. Huntington Library or Descanso Gardens to see the flower, he loved gardening and stuff. So, you know, why is it that um, it's so different, right? Yeah, I, I think that... We give mixed messages. It's the paradox. Uh-huh. Um, John Silaparis, our favorite therapist, uh, taught us that our our thoughts are not our reality. Right. But in this case, our thoughts can improve our reality. That's right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and that is the the wonderful thing about a topic that is ever present, and I think in every single one of our podcasts, which is resilience, mm-hmm. and and thinking That's younger. Right. And taking steps to to feel younger and and live a, a more youthful life does give you the resilience against some of these um, cultural norms that make it very challenging for us because we do judge the uh, the elderly. We're not as accepting of the elderly. Mm-hmm. We we there's there's almost preconceived notions mm-hmm. that we have against aging. I I, for, right. I always bring this up. I feel like at every podcast, but for women, absolutely. I mean, there's there's. I know young girls in their young women in their 30s who are already obsessing in their 20s about Botox because they don't even want to have a wrinkle. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, I sit mm-hmm. and I think, how are they going to manage 
feeling younger. It is, it is a battle. Youth is a battle. Physical youth is a battle you're going to lose. Yeah. Full stop. That's it. 100%. So how do, we, how do we feel younger and think younger so that we can have a more vibrant life uh, in a healthy way? Right. And is it more important to us in a place like Los Angeles or New York City or South Beach, Florida, mm-hmm. um, where youth is something that um, is chased after versus maybe somewhere in the middle of the country where I see guys my age, um, they look a lot different than what I feel I do mm-hmm. living here. I don't know. Well, you'd think that, but like I just remember the last time I was in Kentucky, mm-hmm. do you see the same plastic surgery commercials, the same really? teeth really? whitening, the same um, uh, dental replacement. All mm-hmm. those same things exist there too. You see the same commercials. You don't see as many of them, mm-hmm. maybe as you see here in LA, but they're there too. So mm-hmm. I would say that, yeah, that exists everywhere. It's not just a metropolitan area concept mm-hmm. or issue. Yeah. But I love the show, uh, which apparently there's a huge battle of it coming back on the air the final half of the season it's called Yellowstone with Kevin Costner right. mm-hmm. and it takes place in this ranch uh-huh. and I, even though it's a it's of course a, a show there is something that's very true there so a lot of the cowboys which they still exist these ranch hands that work all their life in a ranch a lot of them are young but a good portion of them the ones that actually manage and run the ranch are older gentlemen or older people and they're still doing it. Their mm-hmm. skin might not be beautiful and perfect because they don't worry about those things, but their physical health and the strength and their ability to sure. do mm-hmm. is of someone that we probably couldn't keep up with them, mm-hmm. the, the kind of things that you do, they do. So I, I think that that is, um, that is, and that was my dad. My dad never stopped to say, I can't. I can't do that. He did. He just did it. He just yeah. did it. Mm-hmm. He's, he said, I don't ask I don't ask if my body can do it. I just ask my body to do it. <laughs> and that was one of the things, one of the um, one of the recommendations from some of the reading that we did of what are some of the tools that we can do? What are some of the, the things that people who uh, in in multiple studies that they do that helps them be 10, 15 years younger Mm -hmm. than their actual chronological age. And it was their mental attitude, how they saw themselves. And also that they never stopped to say, well, I'm too old to do that. Mm -hmm. They just did. Speaking of subjective age, um, how do you guys feel about where you (laughs) land in all this? And what do you do to bring that number down or or to feel the way you you think you, you are? Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Sean, you go first. I mean, you know, one of the studies said that the average person feels seven years younger. And then one Danish study said that you feel 20% younger than your chronological age. I'm with the 20%. And I would say I'm probably more the 20%. Yeah. I, you know, when I was younger, I for sure was, I was, would say I was, going the opposite direction because I was Mm -hmm. very mature for my age Mm -hmm. and people used to even as a child my my nickname that my family gave me was short man because (laughs) I was so because you're not short first of all well I was short I mean I was when I was a kid when I was was, I'm talking four or five years old yes I was I was very they would tell me gosh you're an old soul because I was quiet I would observe things. I wasn't your typical loud yeah. kid that was just running around. And I was the youngest of 
of a family of, of, of five and the youngest of a, of a very big extended family. I was the youngest for a long time. Mm-hmm. So I was always around older people. And when you're the youngest, I think both of you yeah. are the youngest. Are you the youngest? I'm the oldest. You're the oldest. Family, yeah. But when you're the youngest, you want to be older. Oh, you want to be perceived as absolutely. older or big enough or old enough to do whatever your siblings are doing. Mm-hmm. So you pro- you kind of project yourself to be an old soul. To, mm-hmm. So I think you feel older than you are. Mm-hmm. But as I you know got older and once I graduated college, a lot of my friends were older than me but then I felt a lot younger because it just seemed like I don't it was a different life experience so I was I felt very young and I felt a lot younger and and that's I've always felt younger ever since then that's interesting I'm a paradox first of all I think Uh I'm a lot younger (laughs) than the 20 percent so I I skew a little bit higher than that in my mind Mm -hmm. and I challenge myself to do that uh in in life and in dancing you guys know that I don't stop Mm -hmm. I just but that's that's really a family trait because all my sisters and my brothers are that way uh one of my brothers is in his 60s and he still does roping cattle for fun I know for fun for fun yeah for fun (laughs) and uh and so but I'm a paradox because, yes, I'm the, the youngest. And, yes, I wanted to be a grown-up since I'm, like, three years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I remember, you know, all the major conversations happen around the table and after dinner, and they all we would drink coffee. And I remember being maybe five years old, and I'd get a little bit of coffee and a whole lot of milk in my cup just because I wanted to sit there and furrow my eyebrow and listen to the conversations <laughs> and pretend to be contributing, even though I was a kid. Right. But I wanted to be older because my brothers and sisters are, are so much older than I. My favorite phrase with my sisters is, because they always say, when are you going to grow up? I say, I'm not as old as you know I am. Because I they know my age, but I still act like a kid. Right. So with them, I mean, I my sister will happily tell you that about eight years ago, six years ago, I threw a tantrum in the middle of a movie theater because we got there late and we couldn't sit down where I wanted to sit down. I threw, I mean, I started, I, really? I, oh yeah. Recently. Yeah. Wow. Saving Mr. Banks, maybe it was a little bit okay, longer than that. it was a that. while back. <laughs> okay, but not, not <laughs> yeah, yeah, 20 yeah. years ago, right, maybe right, seven, right. eight years ago, whatever. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. Stomping my feet. So the poor, the poor kid in, in Arizona that was trying to get us some seats because we we misread the time and because we were having fun with my sisters. I started stomping my feet and saying, I want to see this movie and pounding my fist. And I'm, you know, I was, yes. I was over 50. <laughs> we're out of town too. So. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. But I'm the one that people come for to for advice. I'm seen as a really, really serious person in my family. So the, I think that that's the fun of it is mm-hmm. that we can be both. We can both be very serious and mature and responsible. But if our spirit is light, if our spirit is happy, if our spirit is I can do anything that I want, mm-hmm. I think that's the the real balance. Uh, but I listen, I, I see myself somewhere in my 30s. Now, I could never date a 30-year-old man, mm-hmm. which is another thing, right? I so I don't know how you square that. I act right. like a kid. I behave like a grown up most of my days. Uh huh. But I could never date someone that's not older than that's me. That's the the age that you feel you are. And is today's thirty much younger than the thirties when we were much younger? Because what do you mean? Like I look back at some some of these movies, right? And I know the actors are probably 
a lot older than the teenage characters they were playing, but everyone seemed a lot older to me. In commercials, they all seemed older to me. So Yes, like the Brady Bunch. They yeah. were not that old. They were like in their 40s, right? In in the Brady Bunch, the, the parents? The parents, yeah. Well, yeah. They're mm-hmm. supposed to be in their 40s, and they looked old. Yeah, well, an example that was in the reading was All in the Family. Oh, that's right. Right? Um, the, the the couple that the played um, Edith and, and Archie Bunker were in their 40s at the time, but you ask anybody... And you would have thought they were in their 60s. Or right. 70s. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, look at the Golden Girls. You think of the Golden right. Girls, they were that, in their 40s. That hurts because... <laughs> but, I mean, it's... And what a big deal that was to have 40-year-old women right. as, as leads in a in a show back back when it, it wasn't I mean, it's still yeah. a big deal now, yeah. I'd say. Yeah, I... I look, I... I... This is, this is where I try and square this this problem. And, and as I was reading this, I asked my sisters... Um, and, and I asked a friend of mine who, who is pushing me to date, why I can, I don't let my age, my chronological age stop me for anything that I do. Mm -hmm. Nothing. Right. Nothing. I don't, I don't even think about my age. I actually do have to stop and say, okay, wait, how old am I? Right. But when it comes to dating, the person has to be older than me or at least as old as me because I don't feel it's. Well, in that regards, you're a little more old-fashioned, right? Like Chronologically the, or yes. how they feel? Chronologically. Don't even get me started on how old men feel because that's a whole other subject that is going to take us into a whole other segment of uh, this podcast, which is not going to be for all age view- listen- <laughs> listeners. But anyway, no, chronological age. I've always felt like I'm in the wrong uh, time uh, in my life. When I was younger, I wanted to be older. Now that I'm older... I'll just give you um, an example. Recently, I found out how old uh, one of my managers was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is someone that um, kind of have to go with the flow and um, do what they want you to do. And I'm like, I'm 11 years older than this MFR. Okay, the podcast just took a turn. No, you know what I'm It's like, it's like, like you almost forget about the power you do have because of your age. Like my age is 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 a value mm-hmm. to what I do because I've had experience, um, more experience than this one person. But there's just times where you feel like, you know, um, when I'm sitting in, in in their office and and talking, I still feel like a little kid in the principal's office, and vice versa. When I was in in high school and graduated from high school and came back for my reunion. Some of these guys were already married and on their way to their first kid. They had yeah. a, an established a medical office, a dental office, and I was just getting started in the news business. Mm-hmm. I felt so far behind, but I didn't mind it. And I've always felt younger than what I am, even when in the back of my head I feel like, I wonder if somebody is saying, you know, act your age. Stop stop trying to, you know, act younger. You know what I mean? Yeah. I still like going out to dance parties. I still yeah. like... um going to the beach and doing things that maybe younger people are doing. But I look through the crowd. I've seen 70 year olds. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. You know, and we're impressed by that. Uh, Look at all these septuagenarians now doing um, uh, marathons. And Uh my brother-in-law's mother, um, she was married to a gentleman who was in his nineties. He, unfortunately, Cliff, passed away uh-huh. at 94 but at i think at 93 he did a marathon wow. at wow. 93 and and you know what 
here's what I when I was thinking about this, I thought in nature, uh-huh. you when you have a dog, an older dog who acts like a puppy, we all think it's great. So like, oh, so right. cute! Look, he has yeah. still so much puppy energy. But when we human beings, which we are, of course, of nature, when we do it, we all are shocked. We think it's like. Is he acting too young or is she acting right. too young? Who do but they when, think they when are? other species <laughs> right. do it, we think it's wonderful. So why yeah. do we judge ourselves like that? Why do we why are some things okay and other things are not? Because how we feel about age is subjective and how right. we right. actually age. I, you were talking about subjective aging. Uh-huh. I think that a lot of different factors come into play, like your culture what part of the country right. you live in. That's true. And even like for us, if you don't have children, like none of us do, I think our subjective age is a lot younger than right. someone that does have children just because our experiences as single people with no kids probably skews a lot younger than someone with the, has the responsibility yeah. of raising a family. Yeah. You know what? I think you're right. I think he's right. Yeah. Because I, my sisters are anomaly too because they for us is the the ever ever uh existing presence of my father who probably skewed his subjective age probably skewed 50 years younger than than he was Mm -hmm. uh, because he passed when he was in his 90s and he didn't act his age per se nor did he look his age but you're right i think that so many parents first of all they're exhausted having kids is exhausting (laughs) (laughs) let's just start there they don't get any sleep and also, I think there's something about watching your child go from being an a, a infant to going up to college that is a slap of cold water in the face. Sure. Well, you can't help but think about your age as you see a baby grow into a child and an adult. Yeah. And, and you know, what? so what is midlife crisis? So is midlife crisis part of your subjective age coming crashing against your chronological age right. because you're empty. It usually happens to people when they're empty nesters because their kids are out of the, the house mm-hmm. and they're usually in their forties, maybe approaching 50 mm-hmm. where you, you can't, you can't but stop and acknowledge I'm now at a certain age that I don't feel it. I don't want to feel it. I still want to feel youthful. And the thing is, I, I read this really interesting um, article or a meme or something that I saw is somebody was saying, you know, when I look out, Mm-hmm. I still see the young person that I am. It's when I look in the mirror <laughs> and I see me looking back at myself that I realize that time has passed. Going back, I guess, to that subjective age, mm-hmm. right? Where you're as old as you feel and you think you are. I mean, my mom is going to be 85 this year and the girls that she hangs out with are all in their 60s and she looks better than most of these women in, in pictures and she's constantly fighting it. She's She'll tell me, she's like, I haven't lost my mind yet. I haven't done this. I haven't done that. And I think that really does make a difference. And mm-hmm. I was telling this story to somebody else, and they said, your mom is going to live forever because of that mentality yeah. versus someone who's just, I've made it to the end of my life. You know, nobody cares for me. Um, you know, what what else is there to do? I think, I think how you feel about yourself makes a big difference, right? So some of the hacks, let's call them the hacks, okay. some of the, the pieces of advice that come from all this, all these studies and research. I think there are certain tools and choices that we can make to help us uh-huh. have a healthier subjective age mm-hmm. um, versus feeling old and tired and, and worn out when we wake up in the morning. And one of them is uh, the, the self-talk, how you 
what you say to yourself, how you feel about yourself. Good morning, beautiful. When you look <laughs> in the mirror, Yeah, right? they have a sign that says, good morning, gorgeous. Um, <laughs> but I think it's beyond that. It's it's feeling good about yourself, mm-hmm. feeling uh, f- flowing positivity into your mind and pushing away mm-hmm. um, anything that says you're too old, you can't, or you shouldn't. Yeah. I know when I'm continually exercising or I'm in a good stretch of exercise, I'll even say it to to my partner. I'll say, you know, I feel really great today. Mm-hmm. Um, mentally, I feel sure. great. Physically, I feel great. I feel like I'm walking with a little more pep in my step. Mm-hmm. And it's because I've I've worked out. When I start slowing down, well, my ankles might creak a little bit. When I get out of bed, I need to warm up a little bit. So I think it does make a difference, right? Mm-hmm. There's a reason why sharks never stop moving. So they, they don't slow down, so that's they right. won't stay down. That's shark cartilage, right? But that's also <laughs> another another point that research shows is people mm-hmm. who exercise regularly right. do tend to skew um, younger in their subjective mm-hmm. age. Yes. They're, right, Sean? Yes, I think, that I was think one of the, the healthier you feel, the younger you think you are. And that I I agree with that. I just said that. So Yeah, and I it's cascading. It. It's cascading. It adds into other mm-hmm. areas. Yes, where if you... Um, are young at heart, uh-huh. you tend to have a, a higher sense of well-being. Mm-hmm. Uh, you tend to have better cognitive uh, and brain function. Uh-huh. You also tend to have um, a better standard of living, and you're less depressed. Wow. So you can think your way to feeling younger mm-hmm. and actually being younger. Mm-hmm. And, and having the behavior, having the feeling... Uh, again, going back to what John said, your thoughts are not reality. But in this case, the way you think mm-hmm. will have an impact to the way you act, which will change your reality. Do you guys all remember mm-hmm. Hector from Dance Oh Class? my God, of course. Right? Yes. We were all smiling. Yes. I yes. recently saw him. We, we went and had lunch. So he's still around. He's still around. He's in his 80s. Wow. Wow. And he danced at the Copacabana in, in Cuba, Cuba yeah. which he all would mm-hmm. tell us. We've known over him now and over again. For, we've known him for over 20 years. <laughs> yes. And let me tell you, he still remembers the choreography. Wow. He Is still, he still dancing? Yeah. Well, yes. I mean, he was dancing in the hallway as we were leaving um, the, the restaurant. And the man's in his 80s. And it was beautiful. See, we're all smiling. because so how did, we you, see- did you just kind of casually bump into him? Or? No, no. One of our friends, one of our mutual friends stays in touch with him and okay. she checks in on him. Okay. And That's wonderful. He would always, I remember we'd be waiting outside of our Latin dance class to mm-hmm. go in and he would show up and he would do like a one, two, three kickball change. He yes. would do like a little something. <laughs> that would be his hello to us. He yes. would always, or, or he would do like the, like a Roomba move and, I'm like, look at this guy. It's amazing. And I've seen, and he was you've sexy. also seen too, you're, you're more in the dance world than I am, but you see these women who are former ballerinas, former mm-hmm. dancers, mm-hmm. these older women s- still stand up straight. Their necks are long. Their, their hair is pulled back. They look gorgeous. They just walk. They just walk a different way. They float on air and it's because they've always been so active. Right. And they see themselves. That's the image of their life. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to capture an image of my life when I felt resilient and strong and mm-hmm. incapable of anything. And that's the image that I want to hold on to till they close the lid on the coffin. Yeah. Because that's what I want to have propel me forward, especially mm-hmm. when things get challenging, especially when life gets hard, hard, especially when maybe we stayed up a little bit too late in this day and age for me is at least past midnight. Uh, and you wake up the next morning and you look at yourself and you say, who's that? Who's who's standing what behind happened? me? Because yeah. that can't be me. Yeah. 
Um, so I want to hold on to that image and yeah. I want to try and get back to that image. Even if I have to dim the lights and not put on my contacts, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Way gonna... back when I used to think 29 was my peak. Like I go, if I can go back to 29, I'm still under 30, you know, 29 is a, mm-hmm. a nice mm-hmm. age. But the older I got, I look back now, my forties were fantastic. Yeah. And in my mind, if I can always be 42, I'd be very happy. That's your subjective age. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to keep it there. <laughs> well, the reality is we are all aging. None of us can escape it. That's so true. Well, statistically, in seven years, 20% of the American population will be of retirement age. Seven years. Seven years. Well, it's not even that not, far away. Wow. And by 2034, this is what I found really shocking. So, God willing, we'll all three of us will still be on the planet and Hope thinking so. we're so. still 40. Um, by 2034, uh, there will be more people of retirement age in the U.S. than there will mm. be children. So a great portion of the majority of the population are going to be trying to act like kids or younger, and the younger generation is going to be trying to act older. So right. we better get our minds straight and stop worrying about dying and obsessing about yeah. it and feeling and acting younger. And younger people are having fewer children or no Mm -hmm. children at all so the birth rate is lower this larger population Mm -hmm. of older people uh, which we're going to be that population we're going to be that population (laughs) we are that population we are that population yeah everything's gonna start skewing the other direction in in this country anyway so maybe we'll start to value older people and their contributions to society instead Mm -hmm. of how we treat them now. Well, you were saying death, right, is the big thing, that we're all so afraid of death. And that's the one thing in in the article Sean gave us. The only thing guaranteed to us is we're born, we live, we die. And wrapping our heads around that all of us, everyone listening to this podcast, us speaking here, eventually will cease to exist. Mm -hmm. And like you were saying, Cecile, um, aging is, is death. So if For a we, lot of people. Yes. So if we know where we're going to end up. Right. And the mushy middle is the only fun that we have to have. Then having a reset button to our subjective age. Maybe dial it a little bit, a little bit younger. Dial it down. Yeah. yeah. Every day by choosing your thoughts, by surrounding yourself with people that make you feel good and mm-hmm. vibrant and young mm-hmm. by giving other people yeah. that energy mm-hmm. of happiness like when we talked about Hector all of us smiled because remember right. the energy how he said right. hello to us by a little shimmy a little <laughs> that's right shaking of his tail feathers <laughs> maybe right. we should go I'll go out there and ta- shake our tail feathers for summer and be okay with mm-hmm. feeling younger and we've always said right don't worry so much about the destination you know, enjoy mm-hmm. that journey same can be said about the destination could eventually be death so well, why worry and stress so much about mm-hmm. that and just enjoy the in-between because I think we're all enjoying what we're doing right now. And and if we feel younger at it, why not, right? Have a fun, happy, young summer. Let the tube tops and bikini tops come out. <laughs> Don't forget the sunscreen. And that will bring us to the end of another episode of Ends With Z. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you hear, please share and tell your friends. You can find out more about us at endswithz.com. For Cecile Munoz and executive producer Sean Moe, I'm Juan Fernandez. Have a good one, because above all else, you matter. Mm